0: Thought Bubble Audio. Hi, I'm Kirstie.
1: And I'm Kelsey. And it's time to Hey Watch with us. Welcome to our variety show for sarcastic people who are recording a double header and we're not sure how it'll go. <laughs> as if we've never done it before. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. We're here. We're still We're looking here. at each other. <laughs> yeah.
0: I think that's that's more the variable at play. Mm-hmm. That like we can see each other. Yeah. Which for you listening to this, if you listen to last week's episode, will no longer be novel to you. No. But for us is still very novel and will probably be novel for the rest of time. Yeah. I can't yeah. see this going away, which is terrifying. Yeah, no, we're definitely doing this on an ongoing basis. Mm-hmm. But we've been recording this podcast so long without the ability to look at each other that I do just think in general, I think it's going to take a while to really, like...
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> to really get there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my God, I just realized, though, that there are times when I have really good hair days, and now you can finally appreciate them. I can. Yeah, it's definitely (laughs) happened before.
1: I do believe you. You did have a really good hair day the other day. I did! Mm -hmm. Imagine if we'd been recording. Oh, I know. It would have been so good. It's okay. Today's my night. (laughs) (laughs) It's
0: Kelsey's turn to have the good hair on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) We've been on this call for like an hour, no, like two hours, and I've Mm -hmm. spent Pretty much the entire time just bitching about my pandemic hair.
1: Look at the shit. It's, a it's doing it. I
0: told you. It is. It is. My banks are too long.
1: Please cut them.
0: I'm going to cut them while we record right now.
1: Nope. Nope. Don't do that.
0: <laughs> just like whipped out a <laughs> pair of scissors. Nope. Um, okay, so uh the thing we we're going to talk about today is almost equally as unhinged as me just reaching out <laughs> and cutting my bangs <laughs> on this podcast. So, Kelsey, why don't you tell us about it?
1: Um, we're talking about a show that I love very d- deeply. It is The Darls in Corfu. Mm-hmm. A show that you may or may not have heard about only from watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Really? Um, they re- yeah, they reference it a lot. <laughs> oh, It's like a running bit about how Jake Peralta watches the in Corpo. That's so funny. (laughs) I missed that. It's really good. It's really good. I love that. Yeah. So this is a show that for us in the US was on PBS and now it is on Amazon Prime for your viewing pleasure. Although I will warn you that season four... You have to buy a weird PBS subscription through Prime, so, you know. <laughs> Proceed with caution. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, I watched this a couple of months ago, and I put it on our list, and I forced Kirsty to watch a few episodes as well. Yes. So at
0: this point, I've watched two episodes,
1: uh,
0: and I enjoy it.
1: I was nervous because you didn't say anything to me at all, and I'm like, did she hate it?
0: No, I was just sewing. <laughs> yeah. I was just busy. What I, what I will say, and I think this will be an interesting chance. I have some questions for you. Okay. But what I will I say questions. is that it's, like, I found it to be, like, very watchable and mm-hmm. very enjoyable, but it didn't, like, rise very high in terms of my, like, general consciousness Mm-hmm. At any given time while watching it? mm mm-hmm. um, So this show was talked about a lot by our friend Catherine Van Arendonk. who's, yes. like, obsessed with this show. <laughs> yeah. And, like, made it basically inevitable that we would be watching it. mm mm-hmm. um, And I don't know why, but my impression of the show from everything she's ever said, like, I took all of that and pegged it as being a completely different show than it actually is. Mm. Like, I expected shorter episodes, and I expected – I just – I don't know. The difference between my expectations and the reality is not bad. Yeah. It was just, like, very different.
1: Yeah. I think I did have different expectations as well. I don't know if they were the same as yours, but I definitely, like – when I watched it, I was like, oh, this is what this show is. (laughs) Like –
0: Yeah. I expected it to be, like – Goofy family goes on wayward vacation in Greece has hijinks. Yeah, which I guess it's not that far off from it, but I thought it was like going to be, um, almost more like sitcom-y but British, mm. which it's not at all. It's not. I also thought it was shorter episodes for some reason. <laughs> no, and <laughs>
1: but short seasons. They're only short like six seasons, episodes which is seasons. good. Yeah, but. It,
0: like I said, it's, like, very fun to watch, so I'm not complaining about the length of the episode, but there is something that happens in my brain, at least, when I think something is going to be shorter than it is. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought I had watched more of the show than it turns out I have from reading the episode descriptions. Because I have I,
1: a thought on that.
0: I watched a lot of the show, but it was only you two did. episodes. You You did.
1: Know? I think they... The way they structure their pilot, too, the mm. first, like... Half to a third is like a pilot, and then you get like a mini episode. Yeah, I that's think that fair. Can be a little bit of a trick. Mm-hmm. Um, but in general, my elevator pitch for this show is: it's under the Tuscan Sun meets Everwood. <laughs> yes. Oh my god! It they take a lot of beats from the classic yes! film Under the Tuscan Sun, <laughs> including the. Single woman Mm -hmm. going to a foreign land to find happiness and living in a dilapidated house and meeting the community. Yep. (laughs) Plus, dragging along a lot of children who don't necessarily want to be. No, who don't share (laughs) their bereaved
0: parents' vision for what their life could be.
1: Yeah. But also maybe encouraged by the promise of horses.
0: Oh my god, that's so funny.
1: I feel like it really lives in the, like, nature of those two things as well. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Like, it's very nice. It is very nice, for sure. It's extremely nice. It's very, like, mellow.
0: It's super mellow. And I definitely think that, like, played into how it registered for me when Mm -hmm. I was watching it. So, like I said, I was sewing when I was watching it. Which I don't think does justice to it. Like, I think it's a show that deserves to be paid attention to.
1: Yeah.
0: If that makes sense. Because it is, like, low-key. It's not going to, like, yell at you and tell you when something important is happening. Mm Mm-hmm. It's not going to, like, play a bunch of music to say, like, pay attention now.
1: Yeah. But... You always are looking for a show that doesn't ask anything of you, and I think this show asks for very (laughs) little.
0: The stakes are so low in this show. Even, what's interesting, though, is, like, they're so low, but there is still, like, emotions and relationships Mm -hmm. and storytelling. Which are things that you like. How do they do that, though? (laughs) How are they, like, it's all totally fine, also, here's some stuff for you to ponder.
1: Yeah, it's very, like, it's operating on a low register. Yeah. <laughs> but still doing storytelling. Well, it can. Like, it's just normal people storytelling. It's not, sure. like, sure super dramatic. And I was even, like, trying to find a way to describe it, and I didn't quite get there. But, like... It feels a little bit like you're on vacation when you watch the show because partly it's like in and it's beautiful, mm-hmm. but like you're not gonna really get into anything that bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like everything's gonna happen in a way that's like just outside of what might be normal like the best possible outcomes or mm-hmm. like the um like things just happen in a way that, like, is fortuitous and, like, it just, it's comforting. It's a good quarantine show. It's, like, true
0: escapism. Like, you're gonna take a break from stuff and you're gonna hang out in Greece Mm -hmm. and you're gonna spend time with this family and you're gonna be absorbed in this family's
1: bullshit. Yeah. And at the end
0: of it all, it's still bullshit, but they're fine.
1: Yeah, like, it's not serious bullshit and even when it is, it's not treated like serious bullshit.
0: No, it's just, like, their little piddly family drama.
1: Yeah. Should we tell these people who are listening what this show is about? Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> let's do that. We did a lot of table setting. Yeah. Um, do you want to take that, or do you want me to take that?
0: I guess, okay, so I've only seen two episodes, but I'll take a stab. Give so, me the pilot. <laughs> so, um, so I, have a, I have a thought about this. But anyway, we are introduced to... A mom who has a name that I didn't learn. Louisa? Louisa! Mm-hmm. That's a great name. Mm-hmm. Um, So, Louisa is a widow and she has a horde of children, and they are all troublesome, and we are introduced to their various troubles. Um, by way of her son having trouble at school, and she has to go and, like, pick him up and yell at the principal, and then she goes home, and they have family drama because of all of her troublesome children. Mm-hmm. And the bottom line is that she is stuck raising all of these children alone because her husband died, and that is hard and stressful, and life in England is annoying and unfun, and so she just kind of, like, up and moves them all to Greece. And also, they have no money. They have no money. So, they show up in Corfu and, um, have to, like, get a house and start a life. And they find some friendly villagers, including one man who might be hot. It's unclear. <laughs> I should find out more about this man. Um, but also, <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> You know, I'm giggling about this, but I'm also giggling about how quarantine corner update, I'm playing Animal Crossing now. And oh. the premise is really similar. Yes.
0: <laughs> yes. You're doing video game Corfu. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And so she meets this guy who's like helping them, and they get a house, and it is like a dilapidated house, and so there are all kinds of hijinks involved. And now, like, her horde of small children and teenage children have to, like, adjust to this new life. And they each have their own, like, little personality quirks. So there's, like, the gun child and the artist child and the boy crazy child and the animal loving child. And they each have to, like, find their way on this island. And she's all annoyed because her children are self-centered. But she's gonna forge a new life for them and it's all gonna be fine.
1: I think it's Fun and somewhat unique in the show that her kids aren't all like young, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so there's like a good range of like she has her youngest son. Son is like ten or 11, 12 yeah. in that range. I thought, like eight, but like yeah, he's like elementary school. Yeah, aged. But then her oldest son is like twenty something. Yes, and so she's got all these like hop on kids who are like basically old enough to not live with her, but are still kind of <laughs> hanging around. She's just like stuck with them. Yeah. It makes for a good dynamic, and it makes for, like, her oldest son is sort of, like, a friend, but, mm-hmm. but also a child, which is always, like, it's a interesting character arc that that takes.
0: They do a lot of fun stuff with her kids from the two episodes that yes. I can tell.
1: Yeah. I love that they're not likable. <laughs> It's great. She's like, you guys are all awful. I l- be That's better. what I love is
0: not just that they're unlikable, but that she she has a line in the pilot that I can't she calls remember them now. Vile, vile. That's what it mm-hmm. was.
1: Um, God, it's so good. Yeah. So the whole thing is based on a book that the youngest son wrote in real life. So they're a real family, and this was new
0: information for me.
1: Yeah, so he's a famous, um, like, conservationist, hmm. and so he, that's, like, his whole thing in the show is that, like, he can't be schooled in a normal school because he, like, can't pay attention and has mm-hmm. no interest, and mm-hmm. all he wants to do is watch animals and, like, capture them and study them and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, there's, like, a whole special that they have on Prime after you finish the show, like, what they, like, what their life is and all that stuff. Gotcha. So I learned a lot of things. Um, but yeah, he he's like, it's basically his work that's the premise and where they pulled some of the like narrative from. And I don't know how much like artistic license is
0: <laughs> taken from that, but. I've skimmed a couple of articles and all of them have used the phrase artistic license. None of them have gone into detail oh. about how much, but they have all used the phrase, which to me is at least like a yellow flag that there has been a fair amount. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah.
1: Um, So this all takes place in the 1930s. Mm -hmm. And I think what's like perfect about that era, beside it being like (laughs) historically accurate for the story they're telling, is that like, it's a, especially on Corfu, it's like a perfect in between, between being modern and being like old fashioned because like they don't have electricity, but then like, They're basically wearing heads and, like, talking about, like, her oldest son's always like, oh, yeah, I'm having sex with all these people and, like, talking to his mom about that and she's not freaked out by it. So it's, like, it's not that old-fashioned.
0: Her Um. her daughter, like, randomly discovers, like, second-wave feminism.
1: Yep. (laughs) 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 So it's, like, it's a good time and I think it's, um... Obviously, it's important to, like, the arc of the story because you know they're, like, World War II is impending, so that becomes, like, a thing at some point. But um, it's, like, a nice little respite before that, and I think that's how they, like, pitch it, too, and they make good use of that, like, in-between time. Because I think any other decade in that time period, like, wouldn't deliver the same story. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, this, I mean, I think the pilot's strong. They don't spend too much time on the backstory. The backstory actually reminded me the most of Everwood because it's, like, 15 minutes of, like, here's our life until this point. Okay, now we're moving. This, like, really struck me because,
0: like, it really is fast so she's she's like in the principal's office with her kid and it's like oh this kid is unteachable and now it's like oh we're at home and we're going to talk really fast all amongst ourselves about the fact that she's a widow and they're poor and they live in england and everyone is like judging her all the time for having this horde of children and then the daughter i think makes some comment about going to greece and the mom's like we're not going to greece and then suddenly they're all in greece
1: yeah. I was just it's like, the, oh,
0: I guess we're doing this now.
1: It's the son because he has friends there. Oh. And he says it's cheaper to live there than in England, and because they're poor, she decides that's a good idea. Sure. 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 The whole second episode, they, they're, they like, extra poor. Yes. <laughs> because her money, like, can't come through for it, some like, reason. It, gets stuck at the bank. Yeah. And so she spends, like, the entire episode like, foraging and then being, like, shouting at all her children to go out and, like, find food, and they're all like, I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> Which is amazing. <laughs> it feels right, though. Like, it feels so
0: real. It's very... I think it, each of her yeah. children are, like, very honest portrayals of that stage of childhood. And, like, I don't know how they're all gonna develop, because obviously I haven't watched the show yet, and it's, what, yeah. four seasons? yeah. Um, so, you know, obviously there's time for each of them to grow and change, Mm -hmm. but for the time being, (laughs) they're all in about the, because most of them, except for the one kid, are like teenagers. Yeah. So they are all in like the exact right state for like self-actualization where they don't have the mental energy for anything outside of themselves.
1: Yeah. And then the oldest one is like trying to be a writer and the whole bit is that everyone says it's not a real job and he's yeah. not really doing anything and not making any money which is also perfect for like a 22 year old yes. who thinks they're a writer yes yes um yeah what else happens um <sighs> oh so, in, C- in episode two, we can talk about episode two a little bit because it's a really good bit. Speaking of that, mm-hmm. um, Larry, the oldest one, has these two friends <laughs> who live there, and the daughter decides she has a crush on one, but yep. it's the hotter one, and then the one who's less hot likes her, and she doesn't give him the time of day, and they play it so, <laughs> so well. well. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> It's extremely good. It's so good. Um and then she like keeps like trying to like catch them when they come by the house and all this stuff. And then at the end of the episode they show up on a sailboat and like if you looked quickly that could have been Mama Mia yep. 2. Here we go again. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Big Mama Mia energy. Yeah, it reminded me of Mama Mia one when her dad show up on the boat. Oh yeah, and for reasons unknown, she strips off all of her clothes and swims up to the boat. Not all. <laughs> okay she strips to her swimsuit yeah which she just like happens to be wearing under her clothes and swims out to the boat yelling you have to come to my wedding (laughs) like as if they're not on an island and boating isn't just like a recreational sport
1: (laughs) right (laughs) oh yeah yeah um i felt like in terms of the two episodes you've seen, episode two is like a perfect personality episode for so many people mm mm-hmm. like episode one they're doing they're doing a lot of work in that pilot, and I think they do a pretty good job of it. but when you watch them as like a package, mm-hmm. I feel like you're gonna you're getting like the full scope, so I feel like you didn't miss a lot <laughs> by only having watched those two like that's now, a good- and both episodes,
0: as much as we talked about. Them being low stakes and not expecting much from you and having a low register, they also pack a lot in. Like, I'm mm-hmm. thinking back through the happenings of each of them. And, like, I, I mean, it's, I think that's part of why I felt like I had seen like four episodes because so much shit happens. Yeah. I think because they do a good job of giving each character their own storyline without it feeling like, like, it doesn't feel like the showrunners or what the writers or whoever are looking at you and saying, here's your A plot, here's your B plot. Yeah. Have fun. Yeah. It's more like every character has a story, so there's all of these different dynamics at play at any given time.
1: Yeah. It's more like, what's
0: happening today? right to check right. in with
1: all these people yeah so you
0: get like you get the mom story which happens to be like the overarching story for everybody but it's mixed in well with each of the sibling stories so like the older brother has friends and is yeah. trying to be a writer yeah and then also has a small medical emergency <laughs> <And laughs>
1: it's it a delight it's <laughs> so
0: good so good and then The daughter has crushes on all these boys and keeps fighting boys all around the island. And then the other son also has a love interest, and so he stops shooting guns. And then the little boy has, like, a whole
1: drama with puppies. Yes. He he saves the puppies. He saves the (laughs) puppies. Who doesn't love a show that has puppies that can't save? (laughs) So there's just, like... A lot happening. Mm-hmm. Yes, and then you the get the like a nice... storyline is like my favorite thing oh, maybe so ever. Good. Because they have one doctor on Corfu and he's out of town. And so they bring in the like the intellectual, mm-hmm. like academic in the town, and then they bring in Sven, and we'll get to that. But he's a vet or not a vet. He's just like happens to know some animal things. And so Larry later describes it as a major operation carried out by hobbyists, which is just a line that I love so much. Is
0: Spend the one I referred to as Hot Doctor when I was watching yeah, this? Yeah, so I okay. was
1: concerned because there is a real doctor.
0: I see that in IMDb, and I did... Research his height. I have a lot of height
1: data. Can we talk about how fucking thirsty I am for Sven? <laughs> Sven <laughs> is hot. Sven is hot. And good
0: news, Spen is also 6'2". Yeah,
1: he's tall. 6'2 and, two and 3
0: quarters, according to IMDb. He's so hot. <laughs> he's very, very hot. That is a hot gentleman.
1: His major character flaw is that he... He's the guy who shows up to your, like, party with a guitar, except it's an accordion. <sighs> but in the third episode, which you didn't watch, but which I watched today, um, Louisa gives him, like, a real hard time for it, so it's okay.
0: Good. Okay, that's fine.
1: Yeah. She's like, I don't like anything about it, how it sounds, how it looks. <laughs> so I,
0: from the two episodes I have seen, have picked the love interest that I hope works out Mm -hmm. based on formulas, Mm -hmm. but also just, you know, they did a good job with things. Um, but I also hope that she bones Sven and I hope that she bones other men.
1: I can't say things.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, there is a picture on Sven's IMDB of them embracing. So that feels promising.
1: There is a romantic arc at play.
0: I don't even need it to be, like, a long arc. I just kind of want her to get some.
1: So does Larry, which is my favorite thing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, guys, that- <laughs> mom needs sex. <laughs> <laughs> All of her
0: children try to get her laid. It's, it's really so, great. it's very good. And honestly, it's, it's, right. it's um, right. I hope she gets laid.
1: Um. Yeah, there's an interesting arc... That I don't I have mixed feelings about related to Sven. Mm. Um but she does at some point in this show I think get laid. <laughs> <laughs> I kinda want her to get laid like like a I lot. want her to have like a Yeah, like I want her to have a lot of love interests. She has at least three that I can think of. Okay that's
0: fine I mean I don't need it to be like rom-com level like I don't yeah. I'm not looking you guys all know how I feel about this I'm not yeah. looking for her to be like out on the hunt for love no I just think it would be nice for her to spend some time with the village men
1: she thinks it would be nice for her too don't yeah worry.
0: <laughs> I just want her to be happy in that sense oh yeah
1: I like her as a character, too. She's great. She's awesome.
0: I want her to be my
1: mom friend. (laughs) (laughs) She, like, doesn't take a lot of shit, but also, like, falls for a lot of shit.
0: She's, like, the right amount of salty. And I do think... So one thing that I don't know was conveyed to me ahead of watching the show is that the show in general is pretty salty. But in, like, Mm -hmm. a very nice... Endearing way, mm-hmm. and like I like that. Yeah, I think I need some of that, like a little bit of that, like like gritty, cynical comedy. But at the core of it, it's not cynical, right? Well, it's because cynical in like nice. a paradise island. <laughs> <laughs> It's cynical in a world where everybody is nice and wants what's best for each other and loves each other.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Which is a good thing.
1: It is a good thing. Um. Yeah, one of my other favorite bits from those first couple episodes, I'm just reading my notes, is that um, they get this woman to come work in their house. And she's, like, older and... She, throughout the entire series she always complains about her back hurting mm-hmm. that's like her main character trait and, and I, like,
0: make a point of saying she's a hypochondriac
1: yeah and so <laughs> larry starts teaching her fake english words like yeah. those made-up words similar to how like um what's-his-name-on-the-office teaches michael scott mm-hmm. like fake gangster words yep um and then at the end of the episodes, you find out that she taught him that asshole means hello in Greek. Yep. <laughs> and so he just sits there shouting asshole.
0: <laughs> it's so it's good. good. It's super funny, too, because I had a moment when that whole thing was unfolding where I was like, uh-oh, are we going to do some, like, you know, problematic mm-hmm. stuff here. Yeah. With, like, you know, tropey non-English speaker shit. No. No, it was fine. <laughs> she it was, was fine. <laughs> fine. She's fine. She's taking care of herself. It's fine.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel like you have a lot of good stuff to get to in the next bit if you feel like you're going to keep watching. I'm definitely going to keep
0: watching. I like it. Mm. Um, and it, like, fits into a specific, like, niche in content. Yeah. Um, it's a show that I'd like to be able to give more attention to, which I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what that looks like. Um, because I think, like, as much as it can be watched while you're, like, sewing or doing the dishes or knitting or, like, doing something else, I think that there are, like, beats and notes and things that, like, if you can sit and focus on, you can extract a lot more from it.
1: Yeah, I definitely have done both with this show. Like, it's been a knitting show, and it's been a, like, sit-and-pay-attention-to-it show, and yeah. I think, like, the biggest difference is, like, it's pretty cinematic. Mm-hmm. Like, they get a lot of use out of their drone in a way mm-hmm. that I don't care, it's fine, because you're in Greece on this beautiful yep. <laughs> property. Like, you show me that blue ocean sea, yep. whatever, as much as you want. <laughs> I want um, all of that. Yeah, they do, like, a quite a bit of drone stuff, but they also... Because it's like low key, Jerry's story. It mm-hmm. it's like got beats of a like.
0: <laughs> you all right with your drink? I'm. Um, it's fine. I'm just looking at the dregs. <laughs> oh no, um, you you don't usually see what I do while no, I'm recording.
1: You <laughs> <I> don't. <laughs> um. But anyway, since it's Jerry's story. And they don't really, like, come out and tell you that, but they kind of spend a lot of time with him. Mm. Um, There's a lot of, like, nature documentary elements to it. Like, so when MBR wants to, like, show a bunny what he's trying to do, like, they do a lot better job of doing that. And just, like, spending time showing the, like, creatures that he's watching and studying and all that stuff in a way that's, like relaxing and cinematic mm-hmm. and nice and, <laughs> like, fits with this, like, show's identity. Yes.
0: It is for sure a show that knows exactly who it is. Mm-hmm. It is not a show that ever had to find its footing. Nope. It comes out the gate knowing who it is and what it's here to do. Yep. I still need to learn what it's here to do, but it knows.
1: <laughs> it does know. I mean, it's a lot of, like treading water, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that things changed drastically. Um, mm-hmm. Besides, like, some nice character development, like, there's not a lot of actual movement. Like, the house is never gonna get nice. Sure. <laughs> like, it's always gonna be a little ratty. And that's fine. Um, but it, like, stays in this nice stasis of, like, I, without sh- telling you the ending... When you get to the end, you're like, oh, <laughs> I get what they're going for here because it's like they're stuck in this moment in time almost mm-hmm. before shit hits the fan. And so it's like a nice little preserved sort of couple of years. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for- Do you have questions for me, or did I answer your questions?
0: No, you answered all my questions. Wow. Is this an interview for a job? (laughs) Uh, um, The only thing that I feel I can really add to this stage is that the other male lead, who I also think is hot in... I think he's very hot in the show. His pictures on Google slash IMDb are not necessarily hot, um, but he is hot in the show, and he is 6'1". Hmm. So, there you go. That feels right. Hot and tall. He does have mm-hmm.
1: tall man energy. He does. Yeah. He's hot in the show, though. I haven't seen him outside of that. Uh fuck. I already closed the... I also kind of love his
0: character. Oh, I love his character.
1: He's this, like, taxi driver. He is the only car on, car- on Corfu. And... So he just drives people around, and then he, like, helps out the girls all the time. And he's – people always are just, like, showing up. And so there's him, and then there's Theo, the um, academic guy who becomes friends oh. with Jerry. And they're always he just, is like, 5'11. hanging around. Theo? Yeah. That seems right. Yeah. But he's also hot. He's hot in a different way that's less hot, probably because he's short. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's 5'11", so. He's shorter. <laughs> yeah. Um, are you ready for me to make this a Sam Hewen episode? (laughs) Oh, yes, please. I didn't know that was coming. I know. What a surprise. (laughs) (laughs) So I think, I know nothing about the history of this, so if I'm wrong, that's fine, but I think his new movie, where he's playing Paul Newman that we're scared about. I think oh, he's okay, gonna. I, know this movie, I think yeah. he's gonna bang the mom in the Durls, of course. Oh my god,
0: <laughs> that's a good-looking
1: couple. I'm into it. That's a hot couple. <laughs> yeah,
0: she's so tiny compared to him, though.
1: Yeah, but it'll be fine. He's I mean, still she- like tiny brunettes. <laughs> that's kind of his. <laughs> I mean, she's like a strong woman, so I think
0: she can like hold up to him. Just saying, like. <laughs>
1: A lot happening. <laughs> She's just petite and he is a large man. <laughs> yes, we know how tall he is, Kirsty.
0: <laughs> <laughs> have you ever noticed that when I talk about Sam Hewan, I always intentionally he was large rather than like
1: tall? Yes. He's I not have. actually that tall. I mean he's tall. He's within the realm of tall. You mean he does crossfit? Charity? No, husband. I mean he's just like a big boy. Okay, <laughs> <Can he> not <laughs> okay. How well, is this guy not kind of hot, though? I didn't say he's not hot. There's just oh, some pictures but the hair where hair is a lot. There's
0: just some pictures where I'm like, I don't know what's happening. He's not hot in all of his pictures.
1: No, he's not.
0: But he is a hot man. So I just don't.
1: He just needs his hair to be right.
0: I don't 100% know what's happening. In fairness, I think that picture with the hair may have been from the 90s. Mm. And none of us can be held accountable for what happened in the 90s.
1: No. Um, yeah, what else can I do to say about this show? Um, Princess Anne was friends with um, what's-his-face, Jerry. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. That's our Royals podcast update. Um, it's just a nice show for nice people only, which is a domain that we like to own on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll, I had that thought while I was watching
0: it that it would for sure be a contender. I would need to pay way more attention to actually award it anything, but- Well, don't I, worry,
1: the years don't make it
0: eligible. <sighs> <laughs>
1: but it is nice it Um, is nice it
0: deserves it deserves like we've talked about doing this but it deserves like a lifetime achievement award you know like something outside of the uh the time criteria Yep, like content we just discovered Mm -hmm. that deserves recognition as a nice people only show
1: i think that's fair Yeah, it's just good, and, like, the only time I ever had emotions for real was the last episode, in which I, like, literally cried buckets, so. That was going to be
0: my question, was the one thing I couldn't get a read on, um, because of, like, the low register of the show, is whether or not it was ever going to make me feel a thing. Only at the end. And after watching Never Have I Ever, I'm, like, a little stressed about shows making me feel a thing.
1: It had a very never-have-I-ever vibe, if I could compare, (laughs) to the end. But seasons one through, like, three and a half, you're not going to have any feelings. And it was only feelings because it was the end. It wasn't...
0: Okay. That I can... Ending feelings are different than, like, feelings feelings.
1: It's a nice conclusion, and that's the feelings I had. (laughs) Okay. That probably won't make me
0: cry the way it makes you cry.
1: No, because I have emotional issues with TV <laughs> shows. We've been over that. We have, we have different reactions <laughs> there. Um, okay, that's fine. It did, like, attack me from a place I wasn't prepared for, though. Like, mm. I turned it on and I was like, this is fine. And then I think I had a few glasses of wine and I was like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. Yeah. Did I watch that at the beginning of quarantine?
0: Was it only that long ago? I thought you watched it longer ago than that. I
1: don't know because time is meaningless. But I had a real I thought that brief was like,
0: earlier in the winter, like Acorn
1: TV subscription that I think it was part of this. No, it wasn't. That was part of Pilot Blues.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say we did that around like New Year's. Wait, so maybe this
1: was part of that? Yeah, because it was PBS. Yes. I remember short, you starting
0: this a while ago.
1: I started it a while ago, but I ended it at the beginning of quarantine. And that's why I was extra emotional, because I like was like, oh, I don't mm. have a job and all this. <laughs> 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 and also I'm drinking a lot of wine and also... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't, Escapism. I can't be on vacation in Greece anymore.
0: Escapism for these are quarantines.
1: Yeah. So anyway, tried and tested and <laughs> approved.
0: Yes. I'm going to keep watching it. And yeah, so in, in to that point, in particular the things I'm sewing are face masks. Yeah. And so it is nice. It's a nice disconnect. Yeah, in that sense. Yeah. Um it's a good it's a good unplugging show. Like you are going to unplug your brain and you are going to go to Corfu and it's will be fine.
1: Yeah. And in terms of, like, paying that much attention to, like, dialogue and s- stuff like that, like, it's, f- you'll get more out of it, but you're not missing anything if you're multitasking and watching the
0: show. Yeah, yeah. By paying attention to it, I mean, like, because the whole point of the show, I think, is that it's immersive. Like, that's what works about it. hmm And I think what I haven't given it yet is my willingness to immerse myself in yeah. it.
1: Like, you want homesteading? <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So I think, like, in order for me to get the full benefit of it, both from, like, a storytelling perspective, but also just from that, like, escapism, fantasy, immersive universe perspective. Yeah. yeah. I need to, like, just sit down and watch it. Mm-hmm. As opposed to having it on while I'm sewing, where I'm actually looking at, like, the table the whole time. Or, right. like, having it on while I'm doing the dishes, where it's only, like, half my brain is in. Yeah. Because then you're still, like, doing something that grounds you very much to this moment in time. hmm And the thing that works about the show is escapism.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, if you need something... To get you until Below Deck Med starts, or... Yes. Yes. It's yeah. like, I think Kelsey talked
0: about this in, was it, um, awards? Okay. No, it was our quarantine recommendations. Mm. You suggested mm-hmm. Greek TV. Yes, I did. Um, and it was like, Drell's in Corfu, Mama Mia, yep. and Below Deck Med. hmm And I think... You should watch them all, I think you should watch them in the order of Mamma Mia the Durrells. Durrells? Durrells? Durrells. Durrells. I can't do it. I've only you ever can. read it. Saying You'll it out loud there. is too hard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and then below deck mad at the end. Mm-hmm. That feels I think great. that is that's a nice way to spend a few hours. Mm-hmm. I was doing yard work today and Dancing Queen <laughs> came on my headphones like completely unexpectedly. I forgot it was even on that playlist. Oh, and, God. like, let me tell you what it's like chopping up old brush to throw in the fire pit when Dancing Queen just like
1: comes. <laughs> on. Did you like do like dance with your leaves? And, like,
0: throw them around. Use the branches of my old dead Christmas tree like a tambourine.
1: You could be like that lady who walks down the path with branches over her. Casting off the drudgery of my village life
0: to go dance on a dock with Meryl Streep.
1: Who wouldn't? (laughs) Who among us? Meryl Streep... And Mamma Mia would definitely be friends with Louisa, So that was one thought I kept having, was like, this feels
0: like, it's like basically the same plot as Mamma Mia, but not absurdist. And it basically feels like pre-Mamma Mia. Like, Louisa walked so Donna could,
1: (laughs) so Donna could live. Yes! (laughs) <laughs> like, she was the previous owner of that shitty yes, house. Yes! Yes!
0: <laughs> exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Like, Louisa passed the torch. I love that. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, go out there, watch some Greek TV. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tell us about it. Yep. Um, send us screenshots of the blue blue sea. <laughs> yes you can tweet to us at hate much with us. Oh, God. Wait, Kirstie. What's our quarantine corner?
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. We forgot to do quarantine corner. We keep forgetting to do it at the top. Oh, no. Quarantine corner. What have I been doing in quarantine?
1: Oh, yeah. Mine's Animal Crossing. Oh, yeah. You've been playing Animal Crossing. I mentioned that. You know what?
0: That's what I've been doing in quarantine is I've been trying desperately to find to switch.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if you out there have a Switch for If you sale. have any leads on
0: where I can get a Switch that isn't $600 from a scalper on Amazon, hit me up. Yeah. So it's a real bummer, because right at the beginning of this, I tried to talk my husband to getting a Switch. And he was like, no, absolutely not. And then, like, a week ago, he was like, we were, it was like, after bedtime, we were in our separate corners of the house, that sounds bad, it just, it's, whatever. No, it's the
1: secret to a happy marriage. <laughs>
0: Like, you know, sometimes you just need to take an hour and just, like, not look or t- look at each other or talk to each other. Yeah. So it was that time. And um, he, I don't even remember wh- what I was doing or what he was doing, but he, like, came out of some room and he was just like, so I've been reading <laughs> about Animal Crossing. Oh, God. And I think it might be a good idea.
1: <laughs> I was like, are you fucking kidding me? You're like, where was this a two months ago? Are you fucking kidding me?
0: So then we, like, start looking at the internet, and of course it's after the national shortage of switches. Mm-hmm. And, um... So, yeah, so we've just been, like, searching and searching. I'm in, like, a couple different internet groups where people have talked about how they've gotten their switches, and they're in different states, so their situation is different. Mm-hmm. But apparently, like, Target is a decent place to get them, but you can only get them, like, in your store. Yep. Um, And you have to, like, beat the scalpers there. It's, like, mm-hmm. a whole thing. And I, of course, live in bumfuck, so I only have one Target. Yeah um so i'm not sure it's as simple as that <laughs> so <laughs> yeah my quarantine corner activity is hunting for switches
1: mm. mm-hmm. living vicariously through my yes animal crossing
0: <laughs> guys imagine how much time kelsey and i could spend together if we if i also had animal crossing
1: it's like probably for the best that you don't <laughs>
0: That's maybe fair. But Especially
1: since now it's, like, going outside season. I am certain that our friendship would shine through every Animal Crossing. Every, every turnip <laughs> sale. Yes. Yeah. I missed the turnip lady today, and I was upset.
0: Oh. It's that's fine. That's a bummer.
1: It's fine. <laughs> anyway, um... We'll try to have some more compelling quarantine corners in the future, but can't really promise anything because content drought is here. Yeah. Although I'm going to watch Space Force. <gasps> oh, I was going to suggest that. It's not out yet, I don't think, but it's out this That's week. That's
0: fine. I was going to suggest it. Um. Well, this is getting into crew meeting. Okay.
1: Okay, we need to have an all crew, all crew. All crew, all crew. <laughs> this, this is what happens when we need, need a podcast meeting, so we're going to sign off this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you would like to contact us, you can tweet to us at Hate With Us. You can send us an email to hatewatchwithus at gmail.com. You can visit our website, hatewatchwithus.com. Or you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts where or wherever you're listening. I don't really care. One of those places. It's <laughs> just like somewhere. Contact us.
0: Just like send us messages and leave us reviews. That's that's it. Yeah. We're also members of the Thought Bubble Audio Network, and they have other podcasts which talk about other types of content, and you can find them at the Thought Bubble – I do this every time – you can find them at Thought Bubble FM on Twitter, Mm thoughtbubbleaudio.com, where they would have the list of all of their shows, as well as, like, blog posts and their link to their Patreon, and just, like, if you want to explore the whole Thought Bubble – Audio universe. That's that's your spot. Um, you can send them emails at thoughtbobbleaudio at gmail.com and as mentioned they have a Patreon where you can contribute money to all of our podcasting endeavors. Yeah. Yes.
1: <laughs> well, um thank you for listening and enjoy your Greek escapism. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs>